not barbecue back there, and you didn't invite me, hurt my feelings. Thank you for tuning in to the Destination Devi Injury Pod. I'm your host, Jeff Mueller, Doctor of Physical Therapy. We received some big injury news over the last few days with Michael Thomas being shut down for the season due to requiring surgery for a dislocated second toe. This one frustrates me because if he had just gotten surgery right after it happened to fixate it, he probably would have been able to return for this season at some point. Uh, but because he took so long, they went the uh, conservative route and attempted to rehab it and see if it healed, and it did not. Uh, so now he is getting surgery midseason and will miss the rest of the year. Um, he's a guy, you know, I think he will be able to play 2023. I know everyone is jaded on him, but if you can get him for a third or fourth, you know, the hit rate on those picks are so low anyways. Uh, I do think he can return for 2023, so he might be worth a buy low. Rashad Bateman is another guy who has been confirmed to be out for the season. As long suspected, he's confirmed to have a Liz Frank injury, that midfoot sprain, um, that will require surgery to repair, and he's been shut down for the rest of the season. He is also should be good to go for 2023. He's on my buy low list right now, um, especially given how deep the 2023 class is. I think someone would be willing to take on a 2023 second for him, so I would I would send, especially if it's a mid to late 2023 second, Bateman is a guy that I'm I'm safe. I feel safe acquiring him right now. We're in by Mageddon and injury hell this week, so there will be several deep options, um, really odd names that you probably wouldn't want to start. But if you're, you know, in some of my leagues, I'm dealing with so many injuries and bye weeks that I just need three or four points from someone, uh, especially at wide receiver. So some of these guys might be an option for you. So yeah, good luck. This is going to be a weird week for fantasy. For injuries at quarterback, Ryan Tannehill is really the only one to notate here at quarterback. He's dealing with an ankle sprain. He is listed as a game-time decision. Unsure if he will play. I do think the Titans are playing a little gamesmanship here. I think you know there's a decent chance he's active. Are you playing Ryan Tannehill? Not sure you are. Um, it, definitely not in one quarterback leagues. If it's super flex or two quarterback, you might have to rely on him this week. Um, if you have him, hopefully you at least have Malik Willis, but if Malik Willis starts, you know, we saw it last week. He's not a guy I would want to start in fantasy. I would rather play, you know, even if it's a position player in your super flex, um, slot, I, I wouldn't want to play Malik Willis. He has a pretty low ceiling, low floor at running back. Jonathan Taylor has already been listed as out, uh, as we know, Deion Jackson is likely to serve as the running back one there. He's probably a running back two for fantasy purposes, maybe a low-end running back one. I just don't expect Sam Ellinger to dump it off 10 times like Matt Ryan did in his last start, uh, but at least he'll get the volume. I don't expect Philip Lindsay or newly signed Jordan Wilkins to get too many touches there. Uh, the, the Colts also have a new OC, so we don't 100% know what the offense will look like. Hopefully they rely a little bit more on the run game, although the Patriots usually, they're pretty good at stopping the strong point of an offense, so we'll have to wait and see on that. But yeah, you're starting Deion, Deion Jackson if you have him. Derrick Henry, as we know, he, he had been listed on the injury report with a foot injury, but uh, he's already been removed from the injury report. As he told reporters, he doesn't He's not dealing with any um, pain or limitations there. He's not concerned about it. Neither am I. Corderell Patterson, we're not 100% sure yet if he's going to be activated. I haven't seen any notification yet from 
uh, Schefter or Rappaport. And Arthur Smith hasn't announced yet if he's going to be activated this week for this week's game. If Corderell Patterson is activated from IR and uh, listed as active for the game, I think you can start him as a flex option. I don't think they would play him without uh, the intention of giving him at least, you know, 8, 10, 12 touches this week. It does affect, if you have Patterson, if he's active, it does affect Caleb Huntley, who's been playing pretty well, and Tyler Algier. Uh, but yeah, if CPAT is active, I think you can flex him. James Conner, he's listed as a game-time decision. As we know, he's been dealing with the rib cartilage injury. Uh, either way, even if he's active, this should be the Eno you know, Benjamin show. As we know, Daryl Williams is listed, it's, was placed on IR for the hip injury. And then even if James Conner does play, I, I don't think he's going to receive too many touches. Um, you know, I think he's going to be just a change of pace guy, spell Eno Benjamin when he needs to, if he's active. Chuba Hubbard, he's already been listed as out. Either way, hope, you know, hopefully you have and you were going to start Deontay Foreman anyways. Foreman, uh, it's been the Foreman show the last couple weeks, so really high ceiling with him. Cam Akers hurt my feelings. He's off the injury report, but unsure if he's going to play. Sean McVay uh, said the team hasn't made a decision on that yet. You know, really interesting situation. I know We know the Rams and we know McVay really like Cam Akers. So it honestly wouldn't surprise me if Akers is active, if he gets, you know, 12 to 16 touches this week, um, just to keep him happy. We, we'll just have to wait and see. I have a gut feeling that he will be inactive this week just because I saw the team pulled up Ronnie Rivers from the practice squad. So that's either an indication that Akers will be inactive or maybe they'll maybe they'll cut or list um, Malcolm Brown as inactive this week and have Akers, Henderson, and Rivers active. Kyron Williams wasn't pulled off IR just yet. So that probably happens next week. And then Daryl Henderson... Um, you know, if, if Akers in, is inactive, honestly, if Akers is active anyways, you could probably flex Daryl Henderson just as a risk it, hey, I'm going to bank on Henderson getting 8 to 10 touches or more. Um, he should be feeling healthier from last week's illness. So, Gus Edwards, he's listed as uh, did not participate for the third practice in a row. He's dealing with a hamstring strain. He hasn't practiced Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. This is a tough call because the Ravens play Monday night, but they also have their bye week next week. So gut feeling Gus Edwards does not play this week, in which case you can flex start, flex or start Kenyon Drake if you have him. Um, if you have Gus Edwards and you don't have Kenyon Drake, I would just lean on playing whoever you have that's playing Sunday. I don't believe Gus Edwards plays. Damian Harris, he's listed as questionable with his illness. Um, either way, whether he plays or not, I would sit D Damian Harris. Even if he's active, I would expect him to get minimal touches, kind of like James Conner. Uh, either way, this should be the Ramondre Stevenson show. So sit Damian Harris. James Robinson, he's been downgraded as of today with a knee injury. He's listed as questionable. Anytime that happens, the likelihood of that player playing is very low. So I don't believe James Robinson plays this week, which means a little uptick to Michael Carter. I wouldn't play Ty Johnson. Keenan Allen, he's already been listed. Sorry, at wide receiver, uh, Keenan Allen, he's already been listed as out with a hamstring strain. You know, we knew around I think it was week four or five he suffered a setback. He had walked off the the practice field with a trainer, 
and then he was out several weeks. It sounds like he had another setback during the bye week. So this could lead to another two to four week absence for Keenan Allen, which means with Mike Williams out, Mike Williams is probably out for another three to four weeks with a high ankle sprain. Uh, Josh Palmer, Joshua Palmer is operating as the team's wide receiver one for that time span. So Joshua Palmer could be the wide receiver one over the next, the, the Chargers wide receiver one, not necessarily one for fantasy, uh, for the next three to four weeks or so until one of them returns. And then DeAndre Carter, we don't know if he's going to play yet. Everything I've read, it, it sounds like the team expects him to play, but he's dealing with an illness. So it probably depends on how he's feeling and conditioning. Uh, he may be worth worth a flex play if he's active this week. Devonta Adams, he's been taken off the injury report. He had been dealing with an illness as well, so he's good to go. I would expect much more production from him this week than last week. Alan Lazard, as we know, he's dealing with a shoulder injury. His list is questionable. Gut feeling he doesn't play. Um, if he does, I think he's worth a flex uh, slot, just given everyone on bye week, probably dealing with injuries. Even though Lazard carries re-injury risk on that shoulder if he takes a hard hit or lands on it, um, I think he's worth a flex option just given his role in the offense when he's active. Cooper Cup wheels up on him as we, as I said on Twitter, hopefully you saw that. Very low concern on his ankle sprain. He should be, you know, his ankle, ankle injury is not worth fading Cooper Cup, uh, and I have minimal concern on him. Van Jefferson, on the other hand, you know, he's, he should play. It doesn't sound like he had any setbacks from last week, but he didn't get any targets last week. I think he gets at least a few targets this week, but probably not worth starting in fantasy. Although now that I said that, he's probably going to go out and get a 50-yard touchdown. I would sit Van Jefferson, though. Demarcus Robinson, you know, we've talked about him because Rashad Bateman is listed as out for the out for the year, and Demarcus Robinson actually had eight targets last week compared to Devin DuVernay's four targets. Um, however, Robinson popped up on Friday with a groin strain and hasn't been able to practice since. This is a tough call because, again, they play Monday night. It, usually when that occurs, the player is trending downwards, and, uh, you know, gut feeling, I don't think Demarcus Robinson plays this week. But, yeah, if, if we hear, if you're, if you're having to decide between someone I would you know, Demarcus Robinson or someone who plays Sunday, I would play that player who's playing Sunday. Um, if you have a, a late Sunday night option or a Monday night option, like, um, you know, maybe you're deciding between Demarcus Robinson or Traquan Smith, obviously wait to see if Demarcus Robinson is active. I would play him over a guy like Traquan Smith or, um, you know, Nick uh, NWI for the Titans, Justin Watson for the Chiefs, something like that. But otherwise, I would bench Demarcus Robinson. Corey Davis, he's dealing with an MCL sprain. Given the severity of his symptoms and the fact that the Jets have a bye week next week, it does not surprise me that he's listed as out. Garrett Wilson has been absolutely balling out. So I would play Garrett Wilson. Uh, really unsure on Elijah Moore. You would think he would get more snaps and touches, but uh, I have no idea what the Jets are doing there. Jarvis Landry, he's dealing with an ankle sprain. He's listed as questionable. I think if he's active... He's worth at least a flex option, just given his role in the offense. I don't think a guy like Traquan Smith or Marcus Callaway would limit Jarvis Landry if Landry's active. Um, so I would I would consider him a flex option if he's active. Devonta Parker, he's already listed as out with an MCL sprain. Really not sure who this upgrades. You know, rookie Tyquan, Tyquan Thornton has been playing a lot more, but he's not getting targets. He is open a lot. 
he's really fast and um, you know quick twitch movements. He's able to he's able to create a lot of separation and get open. He's just not getting the ball. But if you are absolutely desperate at wide receiver and you want to bank on a couple touches from Tyquan Thornton, you know maybe flex him. But good luck. Jahan Dotson, he's already listed as out with a hamstring strain. Ron Rivera has already said that he does hope for Dotson to play Week 10 next week. I do think Dotson has a decent chance of playing next week, so we'll just have to wait and see, but he's out for this week. That keeps Curtis Samuel as a pretty good option for this week, though. Josh Reynolds, he's been listed out as a doubtful with a back injury. I don't expect him to play. You know, he had been dealing with a knee injury, now a back injury. Uh, I wanted to touch on him because I think this does, again, another deep option at wide receiver. This does put Khalif Raymond on the map as a flex option. Again, if you need three, four points or a little bit more, you know, you could probably turn to Khalif Raymond as an option. Marquise Goodwin, he's already listed as out with a groin strain. This should lead to more touches for D. Eskridge. Um, Penny Hart has been dealing with his own injury as well. I, I wouldn't want to play D. Eskridge, though. If anything... Goodwin being out, you know, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett have been removed from the injury report. It's probably just an uptick to them or Will Disley. I would not want to play D. Eskridge. At tight end, Darren Waller, he has been uh, listed as questionable with a hamstring strain. I do believe he has a decent shot at playing this week. But again, I'd I'd be very tempted to sit him. I think we should sit him and just wait and see how he produces. Um, he carries re-injury risk if he's active, but also, you know, even his last couple games when he's active, he has not been very productive. The The ball has just gone to Devonta Adams. So I know that's hard to bench him. Obviously, if you don't have any other options, uh, play Waller, but otherwise I would sit him. Mark Andrews, he's been listed as, uh, he has not been able to practice the last three days, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday with shoulder, knee, and ankle injuries. I think the shoulder's primarily limiting him. Gut feeling, he does not play. Again, the Ravens have a bye week next week. And Isaiah likely has been performing very well in his absence. I think I think Andrew sits this week, heals up for the bye week, and then returns after that. Uh, so I think we can wheel. I, I think we can uh, roll out Isaiah likely as a start this week. Brock Wright, he's been listed as questionable with a concussion. I don't think he plays, which actually puts, you know, with TJ Hawkinson being traded away. This puts James Mitchell on the map. He's kind of the only receiving option for the Lions at tight end this week. So if you're absolutely desperate at tight end, you could bank on James Mitchell getting a couple of targets, but he's not a guy I would be running to the to my rosters to put him in the starting roster. But if you had to, I think you can play him um, and just, you know, hope he gets a couple touches. Irv Smith. As we know, he's been placed on the injured reserve with a high ankle sprain, uh, pretty severe, that actually he wound up getting a tightrope procedure surgery on that ankle. He stinks anyways. He's been a roster clogger at tight end, which is extremely hard to be, but here he is as a former first-rounder being a tight end roster clogger. Um, For dynasty purposes, I would just trade him away for whatever you can get um, or just hope he comes back next year signs with somebody and you know you can trade him then vikings traded for tj hawkinson i do think even with a week of just a week of practice i think you can play tj hawkinson this week at tight end 
Next week, after these bye weeks, I do expect Ezekiel Elliott to return. As Jerry Jones has said, they expect him back. Again, do I trust anything Jerry Jones says? No, absolutely not. Uh, do I trust the Cowboys' medical staff? No, but you know, here we are. I think we could start Ezekiel Elliott next week after the bye week this week. Same with Debo Samuel. I think Debo comes back from his groin strain um, healthy, and I think we, we'll be able to play him next week. Traylon Burks, I'm not sure on him. I think he's a couple weeks out. He was eligible to return off IR from his turf toe injury this week, but he wasn't ready. I don't think he'll be ready next week either, so we'll just have to wait and see. And then Mark Andrews and Gus Edwards, I do expect them to return after the bye week next week for a week 11. David Njoku, he's a guy who I think is likely one to two weeks out. He, he, uh, we'll just have to wait and see if he's able to practice next week. I think he's going to be close to returning, though. All right, that covers all main injuries this week. If you have any questions, please reach out in the Destination Devies Player Injuries channel and follow me on Twitter at jmthrivept for live updates on any on any injuries that occur. Um, hopefully, if you're like me, you know we're we're gonna be riding this weird wave together this week with some of these odd names: Khalif Raymond, um, you know DeAndre Carter, maybe Demarcus Robinson, Traquan Smith. Really deep wide receiver options. Just need three, four points from them. Anything. We'll, we'll take anything from these guys. So if you're if you're running some of those guys out, I've already seen some people post some comments on my on one of my posts on Twitter, uh, wishing them good luck. Uh, hope you all get wins, get enough points this week, make it through the bye weeks, and then, uh, yeah, we're in for that playoff push. So wish you all good luck, and hopefully you all get wins. <laughs>